You are Locked On Seahawks, your daily Seattle Seahawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Seahawks podcast. I am Grant Goldberg. I am not joined by Spike Friedman today. Uh, We'll get into that later on the show, but I'm I'm riding solo today, and I have a mailbag prepared for the end of the show, but first, today's show is brought to you by mybookie.ag. If you use the promo code LOCKEDON, you can get up to a 50% bonus on your first deposit, and you can visit mybookie.ag to to bet on all all the Sunday games and all the uh, bowl games, so go ahead and do that. But uh, today's show, I'm going to do a little preview in the beginning of the show of the Seahawks and Cowboys game, and then we'll get to the mailbag later on. And so, really, the the reason why I predicted a 26-17 win for the Seahawks, I mean, there's a couple different reasons, but first and foremost, I think that the team's going to come out with something to prove. Their backs are against the wall. This is basically a playoff game. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They can't afford to lose this week. If they lose, they're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. And that's something that the Seahawks are going to use, and they're going to use it as motivation. I think that they'll come out motivated. I think that Russell Wilson traditionally rebounds from loss as well, and he plays. He, he shows up in big games. And... The weather's not going to be a factor. The only thing that's going to be a factor is it's going to be in Dallas, and they have that window, and it's starting at you know one twenty-five uh, Pacific time, and so that sun's going to be creeping through the window. So that might be a factor. I really don't know why they don't have a huge curtain just to uh, you know open and close depending on the game, but uh, that's away from the point. I think that Russell Wilson's going to come out and. The Seahawks can deal with the Cowboys' pass rush. I think that their strengths are on the outside, and so are the Seahawks' offensive lines. You have Dwayne Brown, and Jermaine Effetti didn't have a bad game last week. I mean, you look at the you look at the scoreboard, and you're like, well, the Seahawks had a bad game. But it doesn't necessarily mean that Effetti did. And that's pretty crazy, given that he hasn't been great this year, and he hasn't been making those strides. So uh, maybe it's a game for him to build off of, but he's going going to be up against uh, Demarcus Lawrence, who's going to be a big test. I mean, he's better than Connor Barwin, and uh, he's just he, he doesn't quit on the pass rush, so it's, he's going to have to you know be locked in for that full play. Uh, and obviously, I think uh, it's in everybody's minds, but the Seahawks are going to have to contain Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, he's going to be coming back, and he's just going to be as pissed off as the Seahawks are about losing by 35 points to the Rams as you know he's coming back from a six-week suspension. Uh, he's coming from Cabo San Lucas, and he's in really great shape. There's pictures online, but uh, we're going to have to see if he's in game shape, really. I mean, he's a professional football player. Wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if he came back and didn't miss a step. Uh, but they're going to have Bobby Wagner presumably healthier than last week. We hope so. And they're going to have KJ back defending those flats and help making run stops. And hopefully Nas Jones will be back. Nas Jones is a rookie, but he's been great in run stop this year. And he's actually been able to pressure the QB a little bit. I think that he's going to be a big addition to the offensive line, uh, defensive line. 
a defensive line who's been struggling to to stop the run in the past couple of weeks. They they struggled against the Jaguars and they really struggled against Todd Gurley and the Rams. So I think that you know they're gonna have to go out and and really key in on that because when the when the run defense has been fully healthy, when you have Bobby Wagner out there, when you have KJ Wright out there, and Nas Jones, they're a tough unit to go up against. And I think that the Cowboys offensive line is obviously really good. And we're coming off a week where the where the Los Angeles Rams offensive line was getting great push on every on every carry it seemed. So they're gonna have to really key and be really locked in because they can't afford to uh, have the Cowboys being able to put points on the board while also taking time off the clock, uh, making it harder on Russell Wilson to not not come back if that's the case. So I think that. The Seahawks receivers can can do a pretty good job against the Cowboys secondary. You don't have any really, really good guys in the in the Dallas secondary, as in like Pro Bowl level guys, All Pro level guys. So they're gonna have matchups that they can win. They're not going up against Jacksonville Jaguars secondary. And I said this on the last show, but if if Doug Baldwin doesn't make make a significant impact in this game. I think that maybe yeah, there's something wrong. Maybe there's an underlying issue that we that we're not aware of. I think that Jimmy Graham can have a good game, albeit Sean Lee is back, and Sean Lee has really been the the engine of their defense. They kind of go as he does, and he's been injured all year, so we're getting kind of a, of a Jekyll and Hyde Dallas Cowboys defense. But uh, as long as Lee's in there, you know, it's going to be a tough tougher matchup. But I, I think Jimmy Graham, you know, he's still that threat in the red zone. He's still going to have to be sure-handed. We mentioned this on the last show. Uh, he was selected for the Pro Bowl, but you know, he's got to have those sure. He's got to have sure hands going into Sunday. I think that he should be able to break more tackles than he does. But uh, since he doesn't, he's going to need to make those catches where he can and get those yards uh, that he ran for his route, rather than get yards after the catch. Uh, Paul Richardson and, and Tyler Lockett are going to have to stretch the field. They're going to have to be those vertical threats. And the Seahawks are going to need those explosive plays, those chunk plays, in order to win. I think that the running game, we can't rely on at all. So it's, it's kind of a, a wild card. If we get it, then that's great. And if we don't, then Russell Wilson's going to have to shoulder the load for another week. I think I'm pretty confident. I was confident last week about the Seahawks winning, but obviously that didn't turn out to to happen. But the Seahawks are going to come out. It's a big game for them. They know that uh, they're going to be prepared. They're going to have that championship mentality that you know we're used to seeing them have. And they're going to. I think they're going to win this game. I'm confident. I'll re up on that. And so we're going to take a quick break from the show. I'm going to talk to you for a second about mybookie.ag. And like I said. You can bet on the NFL games, and you can bet on the bowl games, because bowl season is here, and you can get on the action on mybookie.ag. Are you sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? Sign up for mybookie.ag today and get paid fast when you win. You always want to be paid fast. You want that instant gratification. MyBookie can be your hookup for all your betting needs, and <laughs> I haven't used it because I'm not of age, but you know, everybody I've talked to, they, they swear by it. I think that when where your bet is just as important as who you're betting on, you got to go to mybookie.ag. If you want to make money betting on bowl games, go to mybookie.ag. They're the only site that I recommend. I trust them. I haven't used them, but everybody I talk to, like I said, trusts them. So, you know, I trust the people I talk to. So you don't take my word for it, but take their word for it. 
they have odds on every matchup and live in-game betting all season on the NFL and bowl games. So join now and mybookie.ag will match your first deposit with up to a 50% bonus. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to activate that offer. You play, you win, you get paid. If you're going to bet, the only place to do it is at mybookie.ag. And so we'll get right back to you after this. We left you talking about my bookie, obviously, but we we're also talking about how I'm pretty confident in the Seahawks winning, and I was I was last week too, like I said, and that didn't happen. But the Seahawks, I, I believe in them. I, they've been injured all year. They've uncharacteristically been really bad in the running game over the last two weeks, but I think they'll rebound, and I'm, I'm confident in saying that. So I'll leave it at that. That's my preview. And we'll get back into the mailbag portion of this show. <laughs> we're getting we're getting a, a mixed bag of questions. It's it's ranging all over the place, and they're a little bit weird. I know that Spike's usually the one to handle handle the weird questions, but I'm here. There's no choice but to handle the weird questions. And so the first one that I get is, "What was Russell Wilson's blood alcohol content on Sunday?" Asked by Matt Vazine of the Lakers Outsiders website, and I know Matt's a big Rams fan, and he actually prefers Wentz over Goff. Uh, I don't know how many Rams fans prefer Wentz over Goff. I, smart ones do. Uh, but knowing knowing the type of guy that Russ is, probably wasn't very high. <laughs> the only play that makes you question it really was the one where he's getting sacked and, and tossed the ball 15 yards backwards out of bounds. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I'm kidding, but seriously... What the heck was that? I, I think you really just have to take the sack there. It was really a head-scratching play all around. But, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about Russell Wilson's blood alcohol content in, in any NFL game. And we're going to stay on the subject of Russell Wilson. And uh, it's asking, could Russell Wilson make the South Bay Lakers? And the South Bay Lakers are the Los Angeles Lakers G League affiliate team. And that question was asked by David Chia, noted Lakers fan. Uh, Russell Wilson has a high school sports mixtape floating around on YouTube. I think uh, if you have time, you should check it out. Uh, it's like probably like eight or nine minutes long. But he's a three-sport athlete, football, baseball, and finally basketball. I think we picked <laughs> he picked the right one, trust me. And I say that having watched uh, the basketball portion, portion this morning. And things I saw from the tape, he was an assist man, which... Is really not shocking. Uh, being a quarterback, he he looked you know smaller than a lot of the guys that are out there on the basketball floor. So he's probably in that point guard role. Uh, he was setting people up. He was running the fast break. He was getting guys in positions for uh, layups and fouls. He came up with a lot of steals, thus sparking those fast breaks. Uh, all the tape was from one game, so there's not a huge sample size to go off of. Uh, but you know, Russell Russell's a competitor. He he likes to win. And uh, South Bay Lakers are a pretty good team. I, and I know Russ has a, a sister that plays for Stanford that's really good. And so basketball you know, and sports really are in his family. So uh, the competitive drive is going to be there. I don't know if, if the game will be there. So I don't think he could make the South Bay Lakers. But uh, if he were on the team, he'd fit in pretty well. Uh, his game would pair well next to a slasher like Vander Blue. He'd run up and down the court and get guys open. So, uh, yeah, I, I think to to summarize, he wouldn't be able to make the team. But if he was, then uh, 
I don't think we'd see a lot of playing time in the first place. But uh, the, NFL, the NFL has seen two-sport athletes before, uh, which brings up an interesting fact. Jimmy Graham played basketball in college. Not many people know that. <laughs> but uh, just just be serious for a second. I think that uh, I think we need to stop with the Jimmy Graham basketball thing because it's mentioned on what seems what feels like every broadcast, and it's kind of annoying and it's a running joke, as I just mentioned uh, ten seconds ago. So we, our next question is, where's Spike? Asked by Elliot Gray. Uh, Spike is on his way up to the woods. He's gonna he's gonna be off the grid. And so a follow-up question by, by Elliot is, what did you do with Spike? Spike ratted on me. I sent him to the woods. Elliot, if you're listening, you have 24 hours to wire me the money if you ever want to see Spike again. <laughs> but to be serious, Spike is uh, he's going up to the woods. He's gonna he's gonna be gone for a little bit, but he's spending some quality time with quality people, and uh, he's gonna enjoy the holidays. So uh, we're gonna get into the non-Spike portion of of this uh, mailbag, which sucks because <laughs> this is when it starts to get weird. Uh, if a zebra runs fast enough, will it turn gray? Ask you asked by uh, one of my good buddies, uh, Kendrew Abweg, and. My my answer is, it will look gray, but it won't actually turn gray. And a comparison I have is, much like when Earl Thomas runs so fast, it looks like a blue light ball of speed, but he doesn't actually turn into Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I'm not a uh, any kind of expert on animals and how fast they run, but uh, that's my comparison. That's how I link it to football and, and the Seahawks, really. And uh, Kendrew has another question. Why do get well cards say get well soon instead of now? I think maybe it's a little insensitive to ask someone to get well now. Uh, you you overlook the recovery process. For example, like lots of football fans want players to recover right away from injuries when it takes time and effort to recover from these things. They need support, not pressure to return too fast from an injury. You saw Thomas Rawls return too fast from an injury. He's never really returned to form from that rookie season. And so I think maybe a newer example would be Chris Carson. You can't rush him back, you know, even though the Seahawks are scrapping and crawling, trying to uh, get back in this playoff race. Just just uh, get give people time. I think that's a, a good way to go about it. And uh, one of the last questions we have is, why is Jada Kiss as hard as he gets? Asked by Jacob Rude, Lakers Outsiders, Crimson Quarry. Because all that he's been given is the pain that he's been living. Uh, I, I did not do Jadakiss' service right there. I'm not going to try to do an impression of Jadakiss' laugh because I care about the listeners and I care about their ears. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to refrain from that. And that really ends the mailbag portion of the uh, podcast. Thank you for, for listening throughout all of that. Right after this, I'll get to you with the end of the show. We're back and we've done the preview We've done the mailbag, and so I've already said my prediction, but I'll, I'll leave it with you again. I think the Seahawks are going to win 26-17. Uh, I was really far off with my prediction last week, but I think a lot of people were. I thought a lot of people were uh, thinking it was going to be closer than it was. But I really think this is going to be a really good game. You have uh, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck and Aaron Andrews doing the broadcast crew, and... It's going to be a nationally televised game. A lot of people are going to see the Seahawks. And uh, this this brings me up to another point I had to make. 
if, if as many people saw the Seahawks play this season, they would be able to see Nico Thorpe, and they would be able to know that he's a Pro Bowl caliber guy. I'm still mad that he hasn't, he wasn't voted to the Pro Bowl. And if the Seahawks were on national television more, they had that spotlight on them more, people would be voting Nico Thorpe to the Pro Bowl. So if there's any injuries, if there are any, if there are any people just dropping out because they don't want to play, call my man Nico. He's going to be a baller. Uh, I think the game is in Orlando this year. Send him to Orlando. Let him ball out in Florida. And, uh, yeah, it, it'll it'll be good for everybody involved. All right, so uh, I think that does it for the show. I, I, I stretched it out because, you know, I'm, I'm running solo. Like I said, Spike is out, you know, running through the woods. I don't know if he's shirtless or not, but uh, that's something that I think people will do. But uh, the fact that Spike's in the woods, it, like, makes me think of, like, Hot Rod when he goes on into the woods by himself and uh, he's running around dancing, doing this thing, and he falls, and then he falls for about a minute in the scene. And it's a really funny thing. You should check it out. But uh, another thing you should do is go to iTunes, leave that five-star review, uh, leave your Twitter handle in it, and you'll be entered to win a Pro Football Focus Edge membership. And uh, you'll get a, a bunch of numbers, and you'll be able to compare it with a bunch of other stats and see what you like best. And so while you're on the internet, while you're leaving that review, go to draft.com. Get in a draft and uh, use the promo code LONFL and you'll be able to you know, win some money. I think that Spike struggled, but you have a great opportunity to pick a team of All-Stars and uh, go up against uh, a lot of people in the Lockdown Network. And so you can go do that and you can use the promo code LONFL and get a free draft on your first time. And so I think that does it for the show. For Lockdown Seahawks, I'm Grant Goldberg signing off.